Bila, you've had to endure such catastrophic loss. Let's start with you and your diabetes. What's that journey been like from diagnosis to present day? Okay. Hi, good morning, everyone. Okay, uh, of course, the beginning when I was diagnosed with diabetes, I felt um, really scared and I was because I know it's something is like a, I always assume that diabetes is like a silent killer. Mm. But mm. then I really felt that I should have taken some precaution and really take care of myself, you know. But I was too reluctant, you know, to be frank. I was too reluctant. I was I didn't take it so seriously. Even though, yeah, no doubt it's like my family uh, genetic kind of thing. That's like history. Like, I was about to ask you that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, how old were you when you actually found out? Uh, when I was 32. All right. Wow. And before that, young. you were already feeling a bit... You yeah, feel- the, the symptoms was there, to mm, be frank. Mm. The symptoms was there, you know, like, uh, you know, the, you feel a lot of thirsty and then you like frequently you go to the toilet. Right. And, you know, that kind of thing, right? So mm. the symptoms was there, but I was like too reluctant. I didn't like, uh, just, just just didn't bother much. And I was like too concentrating on my work as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, uh, so yeah, that's okay. So when, how far along did things sort of start to take a more serious turn? I mean, how old were you? What happened? Okay, it actually started when in 2015, um, it really impacted me very, very much. Okay, uh, I was rushed to hospital because I had lungs infection. Okay, I couldn't breathe and all that. So mm. I was rushed to hospital and I was in ICU for three days. Then I can say 2015 started everything, um, you know, like, it's like a thing to this come out, you know, like a package. It's like everything was like one after one, everything, the medication complication started to take place from then. Mm-hmm. So it started with my lungs infection and then slowly I I discovered that my eyes, you know, I had these red dots that I felt that something is not right. And, uh, you know, in one fine day, my, even my brother told me that something wrong with your eyes is just not in a line. Right. You know, then I told him, no, it's okay, don't worry, just just relax, you know. It, it, you know, that kind of thing, yeah, the yeah. symptoms, the signal, and everything was there. But then I was like, like you know, a little like, bit of denial still, also. Still, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, they don't bother much. Like, it's okay, you know, nothing's going to happen. Like, but then, you know, it's just like one impact, like, like you know, like tsunami kind of thing, phew, mm. like that, you know, yeah. I, everything is like one phew for everything. So, started from there, and slowly... My vision was just fading off, you know. So is your vision in both eyes affected or one eye? I mean, can you see? Uh, now, after the uh, my operation, uh, blessed with one eye vision that is on my left. Okay. It's 60% vision. Right. 50%? Yeah, 60. 60. 60. Yeah. And the other one is completely? completely yeah. Okay. Oh. Well, losing an eye is hard enough, but actually you lost your mother and your leg in 2019. What kind of toll did that take on you then personally? Yeah, seriously, that was the biggest uh, unexpected thing, you know, because of course the trauma that I went through, it took me about two years to digest myself, to come out from that, uh, the traumatic thing that I've actually took place, that is, that is losing my eye vision. You know, it, did, it was not easy at that time. Then I slowly move out. I came out because I know my parents are there, especially my both uh, father and mother, you know. That they were my pillar for me. To, that was a reason for me to move forward, you know. It's just, and I thank God that I'm still alive, okay, mm-hmm. just, uh, you know, despite, you know, losing one eye vision. But mm-hmm. I have, I'm blessed with another eye vision rather than nothing, right? Mm-hmm. So that made me to move and I stepped 
no hey okay let's do something i had to lose my job this because of my eye my medical complication and all that mm-hmm. but i intend not to give up i know there is a reason for something to come up in my life so i took the step i moved forward everything was okay i was like getting along with it. and then in 2019 the month of august is just like this unexpected thing you know uh, seeing my mom uh, just going away you know passing away in front of us because i was holding her hand i was holding her hand had then, she been sick uh she is uh, yeah she's sick uh, she's uh, even she's an empire entity as well Right. and since 2010 she was undergoing a lot of things but she is my wonder woman she mm-hmm. she fought the battle and she came out and you know one of the one you know but i think god didn't want to see her suffering anymore you know so yeah she i still remember the incident it's still fresh in my mind even if it's already 2 years but it's still fresh in my mind my dad was doing the cpr as we were waiting to ambulance to come over and i was holding her hand and my younger brother was beside me and we were seeing slowly that she was just going off like that it was mm-hmm. a bit difficult for me because i'm the only daughter i have two brothers so my mom was my best friend my bestie you know we shared a lot of things and she encouraged me a lot you know she said as a woman you have to do a lot be independent i'm i'm very sure that you shine one day my dear you know this a lot of things that is always right. running in my right. mind you know my mom my bestie you know kind of thing and then the same year of course just to drive in my mind i started to go out you know uh, for meeting and I, i actually actively was going out because if, uh, no doubt i had some issue on my leg okay at the at the feet there you know uh, i had my issue some issue and all that so i was on the bandage leg and i was using crutches for the matter you know so i traveled that's how i travel and all that but what happened was um i think it just couldn't take it much like uh, as i believe as a diabetic those people who are having diabetes we have this low blood circulation towards to our leg and all that yeah so the bones was like very fragile the terms that they call is taco food yeah and for the medical terms they call it taco food Uh, that it will be like the deformation of the bones right. our leg will be or not in a line and all that so yeah so my leg started to like the bones were so fragile it couldn't take it yeah the beginning of the month of december i felt something is not right because i couldn't walk i couldn't i was unable to put my feet on the floor to stand up i was feeling so painful then i said this is something not right then uh It was just continuous, and I, until the one extent I had fits, then I was rushed to the hospital again. Uh, so, so the nearest hospital by ambulance. So the doctor told to my dad, you know, I was like, I was not conscious there, yeah, but I, I remember, I just, I was battling myself, you know, I was right, battling right. my life for that matter because I realized my heartbeat was very low. Uh, the doctor was telling your daughter's heartbeat is very low, the pressure is very low. Uh, please, you know. just some things that i can remember that this is what they were telling to my dad and they told uncle we should i think we need to take some scan or x-ray on her leg and all that so that's the reason after i was okay i uh, came back to the normal stable uh, situation the condition the doctor told me that uh, lila we have to tell you that uh, we need to do a surgery for your leg that you need to be like amputated below knee i just looked at the doctor i said just do the best for me doctor that's what i told them were you not shocked i mean at the point i was of- like uh, <laughs> to be frank i was shocked uh, but you know kind of like consoling myself i know 
whatever actually took place in 2015, there was a reason for everything and I came out of it. So I just console myself and say that this is my another battle. Mm. I mm. have to go through because I've been suffering with that leak, bandage leak for most of what, seven years. So mm. I felt that it's going to go once for all. Okay, never right. mind. I know, I know I'm going to lo- lose another part of my body. Mm. But it's okay. You know, I, I don't have to go through the pain again. I have to go through the struggle again and all that. So let it go. Never mind. Yeah, but didn't you not think at that point, like, how are you going to do things? How are you going to, you know, be mobile again? Yeah, that was a bit difficult because I felt after my surgery. Yeah. You know, uh, the pain... Uh, it was very painful. Okay, uh, no doubt. And I look, and when I woke up, I look. Yeah, you know, quarter of my leg was not there. Okay, mm. when I woke up, and then you know, it was a bit difficult for me to digest that moment. How am I going to get up, wake up, and going to walk again, and all that? So, but another thing that the doctors who came to me and then they said, "Don't worry, Lila, we'll get you the prosthetic leg, and you can move, look into the." the the positive side of it okay so that's how they console me and all that but then but then it's just a lot of things were running in my mind me yeah. as a woman we, as a woman uh, i think asha you know right we go through a lot of certain things like we have to go through as a woman yeah. and I, for the matter of fact that i don't have a sister my mom was mm. not there you know if at all i meet a woman the lady yes. kind of thing Help right? yes so it was difficult for me and i came back uh, I remember that moment when I was discharged. I was discharged after two weeks. Okay? They were monitoring on my blood because I was, my blood was very low. So they took me two weeks for me to come out. And then when I came back, the moment I broke, I cried because I couldn't get into the car. Mm. I oh, was actually like, you. where's my leg? <laughs> no, I can't get up from my wheelchair. I was like, I was so weak. I can't even just lift up my body. I was like crying. I saw my God. This, this is the thing, right? That this is what's going to happen to me, right? That I won't be like, I have to be on my wheelchair, is it? And I can't mobile and all that. So, mm. But my, thank God, my one of my best friends was like, he said, look at me, just relax. So thank God he actually lift me up and just put me in the car. Mm. So I just came back and I told my dad, I said, dad, just give me one week. Let me just cool myself down accepted all yourself right in yes yeah. just settle i was I, i'm feeling so weak and just give me a week for me for that i can come out from this trauma another mm-hmm. trauma and yeah it was a bit difficult yeah at the beginning because like i have to wear pampers changing pampers i still like it's very difficult to call my dad to come and help me at that yep, time yep. Yeah? yes i'm so, sure it was like, seriously, you know, like, I told my dad, you know, I said that, you know, I'm still your baby girl, right? Just just imagine that I'm your baby girl that you used to change pampers. So, mm-hmm. that's how, you know, we did. But I didn't give the, uh, the, the trouble to my dad. I told mm-hmm. myself, no, I have to do this my, by myself. Mm-hmm. I have to learn because this is what I saw in my mom because this is how she... Uh, motivated herself because after her amputation, she learned how to use the pampers and all this. I saw her, you know, mm-hmm. that actually we call back and all that. So I, I started to learn that to be more independent, not to rely on that much. So, yeah, it took one week. I came out 
and I told my dad, uh, you know, I'm I'm back. <laughs> okay, so before that, as I told, I was uh, I, I actually I joined uh, e-commerce business. I was just doing. I just started back doing that. So I just occupied myself just using my mobile because I because I can't use the laptop at the time. So I just used my mobile to do handle all my online business and all that. So mm. yeah, but it really took just one week, <laughs> and then you were like. Okay, time to get back. Yeah, climb back. Come, let's drop on. You know, that kind of thing. So, 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 what was it that you did that allowed you to turn your life around? You know, you sort of like that one week you're in bed, you're dealing with such huge changes, and then suddenly, you know, on the eighth day, you're like, okay, uh, ready, e-commerce, here finger. I yeah, come, let's, let's it, do yeah. this. How do you do that? Like, yeah, actually, it's like. Um, I don't know. It's like my mindset. I can say that uh, I don't like to um, to be sad. For me, like I want to cry, I'll cry, and I let it go. Certain things. I just don't like to carry forward or just take that and drag that for long because I don't believe in that. Okay, and something that I learned from my mom. She said, "You want to cry, let it go. You want to just finish, finish it off at that time. Don't take it forever. Okay, just don't mm-hmm. let it to just make you to drain you off and you feel bad for that." For long, how long you want to do that? How long you want to sit and cry? Wise okay, woman. Another mm-hmm. one more thing that I felt for myself during after losing my eye vision, where I actually, actually quarantined myself. I didn't want to meet anyone, but I realized myself and I came out. I said, "How long you want to sit here and cry like a small baby? Excuse me, just wake up. Okay, you're still alive. Okay, <laughs> wow. you're still tough alive. love for yourself. Tough oh my goodness, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. So- Get out! Wake up! Okay, wake up! You're still alive, right? Just please, just, just be thankful for that. Get out! Wake up! And just do what you're supposed to do. Okay, just look at the other people who are even worse than you. Like, like yeah, if they can do, why can't you? God blessed you with one eye vision. You still can move. At the time, of course, I had you know my leg. I still can mobilize with that. But yeah, mm-hmm. so that's what made me to move. It is this wild seven weeks, eight days, and then uh, Kilila, get up, wake up. Okay. So, okay, you're still lying on your bed. Okay, just think that you're on vacation, but you're doing online business kind of thing. So yeah, I'm just lying down on my bed, just relaxing myself. And then like people even tell me, they were shocked looking at me. Hey, you're back. I see. Yeah, why? Yeah, no, they were like they were shocked looking at me like I'm being active again. They're like, do you realize what yeah, happened to you? But I'm thinking, yeah. like, of course, but. I need to. I need to do stuff. I like that. Mm. All right. Yeah. So, how did you actually, you know, because you were obviously, you said you you had to leave your job, you were out of work and everything. How did you go from sort of being out of work to, you know, being an entrepreneur, uh, running your own e-commerce platform, uh, being becoming even a motivational speaker? Okay. Uh, of course, it was a bit difficult for me to, you know, from that working environment, switching myself into an entrepreneur was something that was not in my mind. Of course, I think it's what not. Uh, but every time is the God gave us something to move on, right? So yeah, then I was like, something entrepreneur is something that I like. Uh, even I was working, I. I now been quiet. I like to move and do something. I can believe that. Never, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's never ending. I don't stop doing anything. Like I like to do and do something. Like something. I keep myself moving. So then I thought, okay, Lila, you can't work. You can't do anything. You have your mobile, your high vision. Okay, fine. Let's do something that to make it possible. Yeah. So I just started. Uh, then I got my brother to make my phone, my mobile, the phones all large as large. And I think the people beside me so they can see like, what I'm doing, right? So, that's, <laughs> that, yeah. so you know, large it. Okay, that, I think let's do something for myself. Uh, this is not the end of everything, right? 
people take they learn everything from their life the mistake they did and all that so don't regret take it as a lesson so i started adventure my entrepreneurial life it was a bit difficult in the beginning but it's not as easy as what we can think about but yeah just fought and then i came yeah and people's like they were amazed looking at my transformation for that matter i mean what, what is the uh, entrepreneurial journey compared to what you already had to go yeah, through yeah. medically right <laughs> yes <laughs> It was. I was basically enjoying my entrepreneurial life yeah. compared that when I was adventure. working for that matter. Yeah. So I was. I have my free time, and I still have time for my family. I still can teach it, and anytime I, I like, I'm the boss or like, so called. <laughs> like I like the. Anytime I'm yes. Something I just. Do If I don't want to do, I just don't do. You know, that kind of. Okay. So how did how did you come up with the uh, idea of an e-commerce platform to sell food storage wares? Like, how did that idea come up? Okay, uh, food storage is something. Okay, like of course we start from uh, our house before we we become our guinea pig ourselves before we want. <laughs> Very <laughs> true. We want to just sell yeah. it to someone. So we have to show, make sure that we use the product and uh, see how does it work. That uh, you know, kind of thing. So I started from my my own house. You know, of course. My mom used to like. I remember she was like, "Oh, be careful! Put that everything is like hygienic. You know, you have to be careful. You know, you know, our mom, right? You know." So I just thought, okay, let's do something that makes let's store the food hygienically. You know, like uh, people is like you can save money because we're gonna if you're gonna put all this especially dry items, these fat items, you're just gonna put everywhere. It's not going to last long, especially with dry items. You know, we have this rumpah, there's all these curry powders and all yes, that. Yes, I always have a problem with that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just put at one side, and then some people just put in the fridge. But you know, it's not idealistic of that. So right. I thought, okay, why not we do something? Come up with a product that everybody can use this, and they can get some sort of benefit, and then they even can save money. Like in one month, you buy this uh, items, you just place in a a, a storage, a food storage. It's like Add tight and all that, so you can place it and you can save money, right? Even I, a lot of a lot of containers from wet mm. items or dry items. Yeah, why not? So I started to explore. Of course, I did some research and I even asked some feedback from my friends, from my family, and all that. So I got the response from them. They say, "Dila, thank you for that." You know, you know that kind of response I was getting from them. I say, "Wow, okay, I make my dear life a bit change because I saw the changes." Yeah, so <laughs> I love the fact that your mom inspired you, and you're kind of carrying your mom's legacy with you in this business that you started up to try and be as helpful and as useful as she was to you and your family, uh, and giving that to other people with sort of how you've chosen to sort of set up your business. I think that's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, and also yeah. I love the fact that you were a user first before yes. you're like, hey. This worked for me. I'm gonna go. And, it's not like because you've you've seen the benefits of the plastic wares that you actually use yourself for storage, right? So yes, why not yes. let everybody else enjoy it? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. So so Lila, you know, um, with all of our, our free plug Friday guests, uh, JD works very hard to compose something special for you to be able to use on your social media platforms in order for you to be able to. Get more eyeballs on your product and 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 sell more, so we can help support you in some way. But also this um, time, Asha worked very very hard also on this one. <laughs> Let me just put it that way. Yeah. I'm just going to apologize up front because my contribution to this um, is absolutely terrible. But it's all in no, fun, and I think not. Lila, you'll love this. Okay, so JD, okay. Down, over to you. Let's go straight to it, Lila. This is your free plug. 
Oh my god, broken lid, cracked base. What you doing? All my plastic containers, they're all falling apart. You need to get high quality stuff and I know just where to get it. Where? I know. You like to shop online. Cause it makes you smile. So head to where to start. Oh yes, now I gotta kill two birds with one stone. E-shopping and storage. That's right. Where to start is your preferred e-commerce site for you to get the best in plastic containers for your kitchen use. Tell me more. Give Shilla a call right now or WhatsApp her at 011-1504-9181 for more information and to start ordering now. Where to style for all your wear needs now. That's oh your free plug. <laughs> Oh my god, thank you guys. You all just meet my dear, my god. <laughs> well, you know, I think uh, what we need to know now is how can people find you and how can they order from you? Okay, uh, I think you guys just made that video and it's like where to reach to me, right? So, yeah, basically, you can uh, go to my uh, Facebook page, Where to Style, or else you guys can WhatsApp me or call me straight at 0111 So Okay. Are you on Instagram as well? Yes, I'm on Instagram as well. Same thing, where to start. You can find me in Facebook, in Insta, in TikTok, you know, basically all the social media that you can right. find. And also, I love the fact that I, I've been checking out your, your Facebook page, right? That uh, They have different, different deals. There's one also by a very famous Malaysian artist as well, cartoonist. I love those, uh, that series. And the more you buy, actually, the, the you get like even better deals, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. So if you get in touch with me, you know, you can expect some sort of discount. Yeah, so, so oh. yeah, get in touch Ding, with ding, me. ding. That's like the golden word for all of us Malaysians. <laughs> exactly. Discount. Well, discount, thank you, Leela. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, special discount for you guys. Nice. You, you are <laughs> such an amazing motivational person. Your story has been brilliant. Thank you for sharing it with us and good luck. Thank you, Aisha. Thank you so much. <laughs> also, Leela, one more thing. If you ever, because things are opening up again, if you ever, ever have like a road show or an event or anything and you need someone to sing the ad uh, at your <laughs> event, you can always call Aisha, okay? Yeah, sure, definitely. I think both of us can sing together, Aisha. You know, I love singing as well. <gasps> oh, I hate it, but I'll watch you. How's that? Okay, thanks. <laughs>